Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Sebastian Hergling-Thurden from Waste. Hi, Sebastian. How are you doing? Hi, Simon. Uh, I'm good, thank you, and thank you for having me. Good. How was my Swedish introduction? Did I get it <laughs> roughly, roughly right? <laughs> yeah, surprisingly well, I must say. I can't even say it when I speak English. Good, good. So, Sebastian, you're the one of the co-founders at Waste, and We'll get into what you do at Why Waste and kind of the food waste challenge and all the problems that you're looking to tackle and help with. But let's find out a bit more about you first. So can you give us a bit of a kind of career biog synopsis of what you've done prior to Why Waste and how you ended up being a co-founder there? Uh, yeah, so I am uh, uh, from Sweden uh, and uh, prior to Why Waste, kind of, I went to actually to England to study economics uh, for a couple of years worked a bit in finance in London, a short stint. Then I went back to Sweden, joined a Boston Consulting Group and worked as a management consultant for a couple of years. But while I was studying, uh, I worked at a food wholesaler and kind of noticed how much food we throw away, which kind of stuck uh, in my mind. So I decided I wanted to address this challenge and um, one of my co-founders had done something similar Uh, so we kind of got cracking and okay how can we fix the food waste problem (laughs) it's a big problem but that's how we started uh, basically so just explain the kind of things that why waste do then so clearly hot topic across the world in terms of food waste reducing carbon footprint and all the the other things that fit into that kind of sphere so what what exactly does why waste do so so we we say as a tagline that that we want uh, to make it profitable uh for retailers to reduce food waste um but, but that doesn't explain that much um we provide different kind of technical solutions uh basically a sauce company um that help help the retailers reduce the food waste in different areas so we started with an application to make the day checking process uh, a bit easier, to make it easier to find products that are about to expire in the stores. Um, and from that, we have expanded to basically offering a full portfolio of solutions for all different areas in a store um, that might cause food waste. So, so we can help with uh, smart markdowns of products, give a retailer the correct price, mark something down to sell it. We can help with managing manual food, such as uh, meat. Uh, okay, how do you keep track of that? Uh, so a different array of solutions focused on the in-store processes and helping them be a bit more efficient uh, and reduce their waste. So how, how does that work typically? So if I'm a, a retailer and I come to you and say, I've got a big problem with my reductions and, and waste i want to reduce that what kind of things would you do with them how would they use a solution to tackle the problem so so the typical process would be okay uh, we talk with a retailer that have heard about us and we say okay may, maybe try, try our solutions uh, so we would start a pilot process with them in five stores say uh, where we would onboard them on our solutions uh, and they would try that for a couple of months uh, and see kind of what results they get. Uh, and if I'm a bit more specific, uh, I think the, the typical solutions um, where, where most 
of a food waste in a store is, is because products expire on the shelves. So uh, they would use our solution uh, to be able to find those products. And if um, I assume everyone is not super uh, read into how, how that works in a store. So typically, if you don't have any digital solutions to check expiration dates, what you do is a couple of times a week or, or once daily, uh, store colleagues would go and check every product, that, or at least every fresh product, to see, okay, does this product expire today or in the next coming days? And that is quite time-consuming. And uh, the reason why you have to do that today is because there's no date and expiration dates. So they would use our system, and we basically keep track of the shortest expiration date of every product. So instead of checking everything once or a couple of times a week, uh, you would maybe check 20% of a product. Um, and we would prompt a store colleague to go and check a product, okay, if it's there, and uh, they would, if that expiration date is there, they would uh, mark it down, and we would give a suggestion on how much they would mark it down. And they would kind of use this tool uh, to simplify that process and find all the products that are about to expire. And hopefully, and in basically all the cases, uh, the retailers will see that this both saves them time, because it's a bit more of an efficient process and they reduce their food waste which basically increase their profit and so we'd have this trial run this and um, afterwards hopefully they'll see that okay we should probably roll up the system to to all our stores so we're, we're helping the, the retailers from an efficiency point of view so we're doing less markdowns more targeted there's also the kind of dynamic pricing piece in there that you talked about in terms of suggesting the markdown price based on history and sales volume etc so there's clearly benefits from a labor cost point of view from a margin point of view it doesn't get thrown in the bin so it doesn't it doesn't get wasted and from a customer point of view potentially there'll be more um dynamic prices for me to look and shop around the store to get maybe a, a yellow label or a reduced label or a bargain yep uh, that kind of sums it up and I think it's another point for customers as well. You won't buy something that has expired, uh, which is, um, I know it's not that fun to you buy something and maybe if you can't really eat it and get home um, because people miss uh, things. So from a customer point of view, you can be sure that you are not buying something that's gone bad. Yeah. And just, I suppose, for context, for people listening that, that may not understand how how big or what kind of things have you seen in terms of the whole food waste challenge? Are there, are there numbers that are being talked around in terms of how big the, the problem is? Can you give us a kind of top line overview? Yeah, yes. So if kind of, if you look at it at a global perspective, uh, it's about 40% of all the food that's produced is wasted. Uh, we should kind of, however, note that kind of most of that comes from either the producers or the consumers. The retailers are actually reasonably good at managing their food waste. Uh, it's still a huge number uh, in their context, but regardless, it's there's like 700 million people hungry in the world. Um, and uh, if, if you compare food waste to a country, uh, it's often said that it would be the third largest emitter of greenhouse gases after China uh, and the US. 
so 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 this is a huge problem um it, it's uh it's one of the largest industries in the world and 40 percent of the food is wasted um so it's uh billions of dollars uh in a lot of countries and there's, there's been lots of talk about it. Clearly, there was the, the global summit uh, towards the end of 2021 when various countries signed up to various different um, kind of targets across the next 10 years. But retailers seem to talk about this a lot. There seems to be more traction and movement than ever, but they're not particularly adapting quickly to it. So that the longer they take, surely the more issues this is going to cause uh yeah uh it's um and i think they do want to uh adopt as quickly as possible i, I think what, what one of the um one of the challenge they face two challenges i'd say but but one of the challenges is they're profit-driven companies and um after a certain point uh i'd say the marginal cost of decreasing food waste becomes inhibitively expensive and and what i mean with that is uh, if we go back to the day checking i was talking about if you do that manually you would be able to find all the products if you just put in enough man hours without using technology uh, but at a certain point it does not become profitable they would spend so much money trying to get to that last part of uh, food waste wh- which is when technology comes in uh, you, you would need some kind of technology to shift that curve, if I can speak as an old economist, uh, to to, um, to decrease the marginal cost of, of reducing the food waste. Um, and that leads into a second challenge, the time it takes to adapt to new technology in, um, in quite a few of the retailers. So do you think the challenges that kind of world leaders have set down and various countries have have signed up to, that'll be a kind of slow burn. And as we get towards those milestones, they'll do lots of work to quickly meet it. Or actually, do you think people are putting the foundations in now to to get there more gradually? Is it going to be kind of short and sharp at the end or a gradual work towards? Um, I, I think they're actually uh, trying now. And, and I think, It'll be a short, gradual improvement uh, towards uh, towards meeting the goals, and I, I think um, at least I hear from a couple of retailers now they are really stressed about it, and this push, pushes the challenge up on the agenda. So, so I think we're moving in the right direction. Um, I, fr- from a Huawei's perspective, uh, I wish it could go faster, uh, and not for our sake, but for the sake of reducing food waste. But uh, we're trying to get there. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I agree. I hear the same. It's on, mm-hmm. you know, it's the top in the top three of strategic agendas for most large organisations in terms of sustainability and and the agenda they've signed up to to deliver. I suppose I wonder in five years' time when they're halfway towards it or even closer to their target, how far they've actually come and and the cost of that and you know, mm-hmm. things things we see in certainly in the UK. Clearly, home delivery has boomed during the pandemic, and everybody's investing in new technology, uh, certainly to deliver. But very few are moving to electric fleets of um, of delivery trucks. Mm-hmm. So they're actually making the problem worse before they make it better. 
Uh, I, I think we've seen a bit of uh, a similar trend in Sweden, more um, uh, more home delivery, and that's getting sped up, and a lot of dark stores. Uh, fortunately, I, I think quite a few of them use uh, electric means of transport here. Um, I, I hope we can get there uh, in time, uh, but I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I think I think there'll be significant progress made. Whether that means people hit their targets, I'm I'm not sure. But actually, the progress is just a good thing, and we might need to speed it up. So, in terms of the the future of Wireways, what plans have you got to evolve the technology and some of the smart things you're already doing? Kind of, we have been spending quite a bit of time on. Um, broadening our offering uh, as, as i said we, we started with a, a day checking application and we've added things onto that and now we feel that we're actually quite quite fully covering when it comes to uh, to most areas in the store where we can assist with reducing food waste and we, we do have some new stuff that's coming up this year i can't really uh, tell what it is but but it's quite exciting however in the kind of short term now, our focus is to, okay, how can we work with more retailers? How can we be the go-to partners for them to, to reduce their food waste? Uh, so, so I think what we'll be focusing on is, okay, we'll expand more internationally. Uh, although we are in, I think, 17 countries now, uh, the focus will still be, okay, we need to get this tech out to retailers to, to make this transition possible. So the, the short term key is enabling retailers to kind of speed up their mission, and then you've got some uh, exciting secret squirrel stuff that's on the way. Yeah, yeah, I think that sums it up. Good. And if people want to jump on board then and find out more, and you talked about potentially trialing in a, a handful of stores, etc., where's the yeah. the best place for them to do that? Is it contact you directly, LinkedIn, website, all of the above? Yeah, that they can uh, uh, they can go to Why Waste. Dot com um, and basically sign up for a trial there or they can uh, write an email to me directly and I'll be happy to, uh, uh, to assist with that. And, uh, you can reach me at uh, sebastian at ywaste.se. We'll tag you in on LinkedIn as well in the show notes yeah. so people can click on the link and connect to you directly. Sebastian, it's right. been Great to catch up and talk and hear about the mission that you guys are on at, at Wireways. Brilliant work. Final question from me is what's the best bit of business advice you've ever been given? Tricky one, but I, I think innovation comes from fast iterations, if, if that makes sense. Or should I expand on it? I know. I think I think it makes sense. Yeah, if, you, if you've got any more comments to add, that would be good. But I think the, the pandemic's shown us that certainly you know vaccines mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff fast mm-hmm. fast sharp iterations mm-hmm. i think fail fast was a big a big piece mm-hmm. of the pandemic wasn't it but yeah put some put some color on it by all means no and what i mean is uh, it's uh, often you are not um, maybe it's first idea is not correct but releasing something trying something new iterating on it based on feedback and then releasing something new if you can speed up that process i i think uh, a lot of innovation would, would happen faster i think uh, a lot of time is spent on thinking about uh, the correct solution and and (laughs) never releasing it in whatever context that means Uh, but 
iterate fast, take feedback, do something new. Uh, I think that's the best way to, to move forward and, and let others judge and help you improve what you're doing now. Brilliant. Love that one. Sebastian, absolute pleasure to catch up and we'll speak soon. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, Simon. It's been a pleasure.